Nice. Let's move our waters. <laughs> Such a clot. Today is story time. Oh my god, I forgot that that's what this episode. That's is, what this honest. episode. Is I like literally about. just had a thought where I was like, "Wait a minute, what are we going to talk about?" And then I realized that it's like my job that's to bring this, I know. or to at least start this one. And I'm really. I don't excited. think that my story will be the whole episode, but just let. let I'm freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> let me like attempt to string this together so Mm -hmm. bear with me so um about seven years ago i was in driver's ed and i had a seizure okay we're gonna start here so (laughs) so i had i have something called vasovagal syncope um i'm very like anemic and so basically i'm a frequent fainter and i know that a lot of people aren't frequent fainters and a lot of people have never fainted and yeah are kind of freaked out by the idea of fainting and super unfamiliar. Like sometimes people hear that I'm a frequent fainter and they get really alarmed and they're like, "Are you okay? Like, is everything?" I'm already and they putting get... the story together. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nina was not there the day that I had a seizure no, in driver's ed, but, but basically, I know all about it. What happened is one of the many things that will make me faint is anything gory or bloody or injury related um, or sickness related. And so, you know, when you're in driver's ed, learning to drive. And when I say driver's ed, I don't mean that I was in the car driving with an instructor. I mean that I was in the classroom learning the rules of the road. Yes. So on, so my driver's ed class was, it's five days. And I started on Wednesday. It was Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday. Mm -hmm. On the Friday morning, we were watching some really gory videos. And I... It triggered me to have a vasovagal faint, but for whatever reason, at the time I was super anemic, I had like a blood sugar drop type of thing. Mm -hmm. I had what's called a hypoglycemic seizure, we think. That's sort of the loose conclusion that doctors came to after this happened, but I... I have no recollection of this, but what I've heard from the 36 other people in the fucking room is that my le- I was sitting at a desk, my legs went straight up in the air, I went straight as a board, and then I rolled out of my seat to the left, mm-hmm. and I got very lucky because I landed face down, um, but I happened to land with my arm, my left arm, across my forehead, and that basically prevented me from a very serious concussion on tile floor, and also shattering my nose. I would have absolutely shattered my nose. I would have had to have like reconstructive facial surgery had I not landed on my arm. I got very lucky. All the EMTs told me that um, and all the doctors did too. I'm already like out of fucking breath. Oh my gosh, yeah. (laughs) This is such a like whirlwind story. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna go too crazy. I wanna guess the story. Calm down. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, I was unconscious, like, thrashing around on the floor for uh, two and a half to three minutes. The paramedics came, and they I was unresponsive when I woke up. As I started to come to, they asked me if I had any neck pain, and I said no. And um, so they did not flatboard me, and then I ultimately did not wind up riding in the ambulance. I went home, and I went to sleep and after you have a seizure all of the muscles in your body have gone haywire and so you feel very intense need for sleep it's very exhausting to have a seizure that's very common to sleep for a very long time afterwards I slept through all of Friday all of Saturday 
all of Sunday and woke up Monday morning and went back to driver's ed as normal. Um, so that happened when I was 16. I did see a neurologist a few weeks later and he didn't take any scans or really look at my head. And he determined that, you know, a one-off seizure is a very common thing. Up to 85% of people will have one isolated seizure in their lifetime. It's actually very common. And, you know, if you didn't sustain a terrible head injury, then it's not a big deal. After I did wake up on Monday, I did have neck pain. Okay. Um, The reason I say that is because it wasn't the kind of neck pain that you get when you sleep on your neck funny. It wasn't, like, muscular. Mm -hmm. It felt like the immediate back center of my neck, which would be my spine. Yeah. Um, so that happened seven years ago. I've totally moved on from it. It's not something that I think about in my day-to-day life. It's just a weird fluke thing that happened to me when I was very young. Um, I've continued to have my fainting spells since then. I've gotten very lucky and have never landed on my head. Um, I've always either been caught or managed to lay down in time or whatever have you, you know, knock on wood. So that's kind of like phase one of this whole story. Nina can attest to this, but I have what we joke is dementia. Um, Dementia runs in my family. Um, Both of my grandparents on my mother's side have like severe cases of dementia. My grandmother is still alive. She's super, super, super forgetful. I can't, can't remember anything. Can't recognize anybody. Completely confused at the age of 82, maybe. My grandfather was the same way until he passed. Um, both of my parents are super forgetful as is. Like I've kind of just chalked it up to bad genes and also being kind of a stoner and also What's the other thing? <laughs> What's the, the concussion? Other? The possible concussion? Yeah, maybe. But there's there's another thing that we contribute my dementia mental to. Mental health. Oh, mental health. Yeah, like it. I've you know struggled with my fair share of depression, whatever, over the years, and that makes your memory worse. So, all of that has been the overarching theme of the yeah. last couple of years of my life. I've been super forgetful and like clueless, and I. It started to concern me in the last probably two or three years in which I will be driving and I'll forget where I've come from or where I'm going or where I am. And then the other thing, when Nina Nina and I took a dementia test over the summer, we we? Took, yeah, we took like an online, do you have dementia test? And it determined quickly that I did. But one of the questions that I found really interesting was... Um, whether or not I have a hard time remembering hygiene-related tasks. And I realized that that's very abnormal, but that I absolutely do struggle with that. I struggle every day to recall whether or not I've brushed my teeth when I last showered, even though it's usually that day. Like, I shower every day, and many days I can't remember whether I've done it or not. Like, two hours after I've showered, I'll be like, did I take a shower already? Like, I can't remember Really? I can't remember, like, which day I've done this, which day I've done that. I'll I'll not be able to remember if I've put on deodorant or, like, did I do my skincare already? And those are questions that I find myself routinely stumped by, mm. which I didn't realize, you know, for someone who's 20-fucking-two, that's really abnormal, and I should be able to yeah. remember those things. It's not just that, like, I'm like, oh, I already did it. Like, it that doesn't occur to me. It's I genuinely sit there and think, did I or did I not? Like, it's... I get very confused. 
Anyway, so that's another issue. This is basically me going over my health history over the last couple of years to start this story. Mm-hmm. But um, the other thing that I've struggled with a lot over the past couple of years is when I was around 15, 16, 17, I had a very brief stint of clenching my teeth in my sleep. And that sort of spiraled in out of control and I found myself clenching my teeth during the day. And for the last couple of years, I've had a serious lock jaw problem and terrible jaw issues. Um, probably three years ago now, my dentist looked at me. Mind you, I've had like perfect teeth my whole life, my whole childhood. Like it, when I was like 14 or 15, they were like, congratulations. Like you really don't ever need braces. Like this is great. Like you have perfect teeth. And my parents were like, yes. Like any kid that doesn't need serious dental yeah. work is such a win because dental work is so expensive and so many kids need mm-hmm. it. And so, you know, I had perfect teeth all these years, whatever. And my dentist looked at me a couple of years ago and was like, your mouth looks like it hurts. And I was like, I mean, it does. Like, I was I was kind of offended that he said that because I felt like I looked awful then. You know what I mean? Like, I, I know he's a, an expert and he knew yeah. what a mouth that's in pain looks like. I've also noticed, like, I'll look at pictures of myself and I'll think that my mouth looks so fucking crooked in a way that it didn't when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Like... And anyway, I have all this terrible jaw pain, this horrible lock jaw. My jaw is constantly crunching, cracking. My neck, my jaw, everything is in pain. Um, It has spread out of control. My wisdom teeth got infected. I had to have like emergency wisdom tooth surgery. That was a whole nightmare. Ultimately, I found out like a year and a half ago, two years ago, that I need braces to fix this because my lock jaw and my clenching and all of that during the day has like ruined my fucking head and that I need serious correction. Mm-hmm. So over the summer, I had I had this crazy issue in like my whole upper body. I went to the doctor, found out that all of the muscles in my upper body from like my jaw to my probably the bottom of my ribs was in spasm because of my lockjaw issue. And that those spasms were causing my esophagus to swell. And so I was prescribed these muscle relaxers Mm -hmm. and they helped with the muscle spasms. But basically my body's just in horrible pain all the time. And every time I move my neck, my arms, everything, I find myself slouching in a way that I like didn't used to. I've been in a ton of pain. Like if I stretch my neck far enough to one side, it makes this really awful cracking noise. (laughs) Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. I did. I have terrible health insurance and it covers nothing so you know going to the doctor and having them tell me oh all of your muscles are in spasm you need to get those braces figured out here's some relaxers that whole thing costed me over 300 dollars. but so it's a really big deal for me to decide to go see any sort of doctor especially like a new one or one something i haven't done before but i decided a couple of weeks ago to make a chiropractor appointment and get you told me you were going to yeah. the chiropractor okay so if you've never been to the chiropractor which i hadn't um it's not like those videos that you see of them like smooshing people's backs like yeah they don't adjust you on your first appointment they mm-hmm. take all of the information on the first appointment okay but so you know i'm in my little gown yeah. my bra's unhooked i have no shirt on I have the gown open in the back and I'm like reading this poster and this poster has like all of the possible things that can have that your spine can cause issues with. And a lot of them are like jaw issues Mm -hmm. 
forgetfulness, confusion, memory loss, etc., etc. And I'm looking at this. That like, your spine can cause issues with all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because your spine and your nervous system are mm-hmm. like one fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at all of this, and I'm like, wow. Like, what if? I've been chalking dementia up to, like, what if I don't have early onset dementia at all? The chiropractor comes in. I wake up, I told him, I was like, I I wake up feeling like I'm 60. And that's so alarming as a 22-year-old. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, so we go over all this stuff and he, I stand in front of him for the first part of the, well, so there's like the palpable or whatever examination palpable is the wrong word but basically that's when they just feel around your body and look at your body and tell you look this way look that way as far as you can and like and so he could see very clearly that I am first of all lopsided like that my shoulders are uneven right now um he could see that I'm much more capable of looking to my left than I am to my right okay um he could see and feel that my right side is screwed up and super, super tense. And that made me feel good because I was kind of like, okay, I'm not imagining things. Yeah, like, you're not crazy. I will also add to this whole discussion that I do yoga very regularly several times a week. So mm-hmm. um, I also have like a tendonitis issue in both of my ankles from running for many years and from being in the food service industry for six years and just being on my feet. So, and then, you know, you lay on this table and you put your hands on this thing and it lowers you down He's feeling all of that. But anyway, so I'm standing in front of him for part of this exam. And he looks at me and he says, have you ever had a neck injury? And I said, no. And in my head, like, the seizure crossed my mind. Yeah. But I was like, no, you, like, I can't declare myself as having had a neck injury. Because it's not, like, anything that there's medical record of. Like, I don't know that I had that. That's yeah. just me making something up if I tell him I've had a neck injury. Yeah. And so he's conducting the rest of everything and he's like feeling my body around and he sh- he grabs this it was my c2 or my c3 which is really high up in my neck mm-hmm. and he's like okay this vertebrae right here is completely rotated to the left and he was feeling my jaw he said my jaw is absolutely out of line which is a huge problem and whatever yeah. and and you know he takes all these x-rays and whatever and he's looking at me and he goes are you sure you've never had a neck injury and i was like Having this moment where I'm realizing I've probably had a neck injury for seven years. Yeah. And that all of my, I like, I seriously, like, that's what I was going to tell you is that yeah. I think I'm about I to find it. out that I suffered a horrible neck injury. Wait, seven years so you ago. haven't found out? You're waiting for like results? Like, I get what's... my results tomorrow morning of my x rays. He took x rays of my whole body from my waist up, like, tons and tons and tons yeah. of them. And I think the verdict is going to be that I have a neck injury. Wait, so when he said, are you sure you haven't had a neck injury, what did you say? Did I you said, a seizure? Yeah, I said, okay. well, um, seven years ago, I was in driver's ed, and I had a seizure, and I've never been looked at, like, properly. Yeah. And he was like, tell me about this seizure. And so yeah. I told him everything, and he was like, okay, like, that's, like, cause for concern. Conf- yeah, obviously. That, yeah, that's... It, that's the most concerning event that's happened in your life, like, physically, in terms of... It is, but also, like, because I was fine... You felt fine. I felt yeah. fine, you know, three months later, six months later, It's, like, one of the later. things that a long-term injury mm-hmm. in, injury results versus, yeah. like, short-term. Like, it's not like you yeah. got... I mean, you could have had a concussion, but it's, like... I could have had a concussion, yeah, but if I had a concussion, it, that's... That has nothing over. to do with yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it's, like, instead of a short-term injury... You, 
you most likely yeah. resulted a long-term injury. Mm-hmm. Well, it stinks because my body has gone downhill all these years. years. And now at 22, I'm in absolutely tremendous physical discomfort. Like, yeah. I, every month, I am in significantly more pain than I was the previous month. Yeah. And I take such good care of myself. Like, yeah. I'm five foot six. I'm 128 fucking pounds. I eat my veggies. I exercise. Oh, I'm yeah. on my feet all day at fucking work. Yeah. I am a healthy young woman. No, you are. You I'm are. not on any medication. I take my fucking supplements and my yeah. vitamins. Like, I'm a good girl. Like, yeah, it, no, you are. I shouldn't be in such pain. tremendous pain yeah. like all the time where I'm constantly like yanking on my shoulder and like cracking and I I wake oh. up feeling old like yeah. fucking old like I wake up feeling like shit yeah and that sucks. I also that's another thing I I'm a great sleeper and I'm very committed to getting at least eight hours of sleep like yeah. there is absolutely nothing that could explain why I'm in so much pain Except now... A neck injury. That I've had a neck injury. Yeah. Yeah. And he... Basically, what he said to me after that is he was like, I don't think that your jaw is causing your neck. I think your neck is causing causing your jaw. jaw. Your Mm -hmm. neck is causing everything. He said it's the other way. Yeah. Yeah. And when... As he was feeling things in particularly my neck and my right shoulder and all of that, he he could pinpoint where it was that I was having these problems. Mm -hmm. And so he took all these... Um, even just, like, him doing that, I felt so much better. Like, him just being able to pick a spot, and I'd be like, oh, like, right there. Like, that's a spot that, like, I have been... It's killing me, and I don't know, because I I can't fucking diagnose this shit. No, exactly. But, yeah, when he grabbed that C2 in the way back of my neck, I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, drugs. I was like, this man is diagnosing all of my problems. Like, this is my solution. That's the thing. Like, this cost me $250, and I'm not even mad. That's, like, worth every penny to me, and I don't have that money laying around. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. this is going to cost me a bloody fortune, but he was like, so basically... We're going to go. I'm going to go tomorrow. and Oh, you're going there tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going there tomorrow to review my x-rays and discuss a treatment plan and how to pay for it because my insurance, of course, doesn't fucking cover it. And No, because I was going to ask you, um, do you know what even possible treatments are? Like, what? I'm going to be going to the chiropractor regularly, I think. Regularly, okay. He told me, he was like, okay, I'm seeing a lot of problems here. Thankfully, all of them are correctable that I can see. Which is good. But That's he, a relief. he was like, "You're gonna have to be on a treatment plan for this, and like, we're gonna have to figure out like, like it's not gonna be I go and he adjusts me once and I'm and gonna be better. It. Yeah, no. It's gonna, gonna be, be for after. months. I'm gonna be a frequent flyer at the fucking Cairo yeah. while he fixes my spine. Yeah, because I have a neck injury that I've not that known never about. Known like, about. It feels so silly because when I got there, I really was like, okay. I, I don't know, like, it, I was curious what it was going to be, and to have him, like, just look at me and be like, um... It's, it's like, wow, is, I could have done that yeah. years ago. Well, it's, it's yeah. like, you know, I've blamed this on my clenching my jaw in my sleep when I was younger, now I clench it when I'm awake, that has spiraled my jaw out of control, which has mm-hmm. then affected my shoulders. Yeah, like, exactly. It started with my jaw that I could feel. Yeah. Like, the pain started in my jaw, around my ears. It then spread to my jaw line. Mm-hmm. It then spread down through the sides of my neck. It's now fully in my right shoulder. Yeah, that's insane. Like, my right upper back is in so much pain. 
the muscle relaxers, they do nothing for me. Do he they told do? me he told me to stop taking them. He was like, "This isn't muscular. Like you're yeah. you're taking muscle relaxers, and they're they're not going to help you at all." You. And I was like, "I know because I I don't feel any better when I take them. I yeah. just feel relaxed, but like you don't feel better. I don't feel yeah. better. Yeah, it like." It, and then he told me that there's a lot wrong in my lower back, which is so interesting. That's really weird. And then now I'm like, I'm just kicking myself because I'm like, you know, a chiropractor seven years ago could have saved me all of this oh, yeah. pain and money and Absolutely. everything else that's been wrong. Like, I can't believe. Like getting the muscle the thing, relaxers, like, yeah. all that stuff. Well, not only that, but what the, what being physically unhealthy has done to my mental health has been so fucking awful. Oh, like, sure. Absolutely. When I... I caught the flu two days before my 21st birthday, and then when I had the flu and my immune system was not great, this was after my dental issues had already happened, because when, you ha- when you're sick, your immune system is kind of compromised, yeah. that's when I got my wisdom tooth infection, yep. and that really screwed up. I had massive swelling on the left side of my jaw. Mm-hmm. Um, I really couldn't open my mouth, um, and then I was on 2,000 milligrams a day of amoxicillin. Yep. I had horrible side effects from that yeah, high dosage. You got, you got. And then I had to wait weeks to get this emergency surgery or whatever yeah. because I had just missed nine fucking days of college because of the flu and I couldn't mm-hmm. go have surgery. Yeah, exactly. Because I was going to flunk out of fucking school. I yeah. I, I was a disaster. Oh, like, yeah, you know, I really look at that as, that. like, one of the darkest points of my life. Mm-hmm. I was ready to drop out. Like, yeah. Oh, no, I'm sure I you I was ready to drop out. I was like, I like, college is not for me. I can't fucking handle this. I was... Like, you know, my, yeah, my dad bad. was sick. My parents had both lost their jobs that yeah. year. It, I was like, I'm going into debt. Like, I, my, my life was in shambles when I caught that flu point, and then yeah. had that infection. And I just think about it and I'm like, you know, maybe if my jaw was where it should have been, I wouldn't have had a wisdom tooth crisis. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, yeah, it's absolutely. just really odd. Like, my wisdom teeth were like, I never hear about people getting a wisdom tooth infection. I was in so much pain before my wisdom tooth surgery that the day I got them taken out, you were, I like, felt relieved. great. Oh, yeah, I sure. felt great. I never took the painkillers after I woke up. I never took them because yeah, I felt better. I remember like, you told me that. That is oh. crazy. You having te- teeth yanked out of my head felt better than having them in. Having them in, yeah. Like, that, that boggles my fucking mind. I know and to find insane. out that this whole fucking thing is because I hit my head in June of 2014. 15, four, 14, June of 2014. Eight years. Eight years. Or no, seven. That seven, seven. Seven and Sorry. a half. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be eight years this June. Like I've really, I've really had a spine and neck injury, injury. for eight years. And then he's like massaging my jaw on this table. And I'm like, dude, like, like it, when, oh my God, like massaging all the parts like of my body that are in agony. Them. Like, But the agony. massage felt good. Yes, it felt incredible. I, he knew exactly, he would like, he would push things around. I was like, he's feeling, like he knows everything that's wrong in my stupid little head. Like, that's awesome. My that's like broken so head. Nice. I went home and I was like, mom, you gotta go to the chiropractor. Like, this it's great. Like, this like, is amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. I like, I'm ready to rave about the chiropractor. Oh my God, I know. You're like. But as so, I'm looking at this long list of, like, all the fucking things I can go wrong with oh, you, yeah. and I'm like, oh, my God, I have half of these. And then he comes in, and he's like, oh, it's your spine. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, if you asked me if I had massive spinal issues three weeks ago, I would have been like, no, never Wait, in my so life. what, the, the x-rays will tell you what exactly is wrong with your spine? Right? Well, the x-rays will show which of my vertebrae in particular yeah. are screwed up, and then he's going to tell me 
everything that he has to do and then probably routinely keep checking on, I would guess. Yeah. Um, I think we're also going to discuss things that I have to change at home. I'm assuming he's going to tell me that I have to sleep a certain way, that I need, like, a certain pillow. I don't know. Like, I, I don't yeah. know what my... He discussed that I'm going to have to be doing treatments at home as well as coming in regularly. Coming in, yeah. Which makes it seem... Like, I just... I'm I'm having this realization that I've had a serious spine injury. Like, yeah. here's the thing. My parents are so the kind of people, you're fine, you're young. If something's wrong with you, it'll heal and whatever. And that's absolutely true. My parents aren't wrong for thinking that, but like I shouldn't be in prolonged chronic pain. Yeah, no, not at all. Not at, at all. And I kind of have chalked it up to the fact that I've been in the food industry. Like that's so my job is so physically taxing yeah. that it's really hard to think, oh no, this is from a fall I had eight yeah. years no, ago. Yeah, no, no, no. I get like that. it's I feel it's easier to come up with re- reasons why it, mm-hmm. like your job. But then I think this, about it and I'm like, you know, I was unemployed for six months over the summer and I really like did nothing but and hang you were out. still in pain. I did yoga. I was doing Pilates like all the fucking time. I was paddleboarding. I was having the time of my life and I was still physically in pain. In pain. Honestly, probably almost everything is mm-hmm. tied to that. Your memory loss or this. Like, yeah, we'd have what a if my bit. memory comes back? That's what I'm thinking is I'm like what if my nervous? Yes, because my spine is my nervous system. What if it's a nerve thing where information isn't reaching my brain because my spine is, is fucked up, like yeah. broken in some way? Like my spine isn't connected yeah. the way I mean, that it yeah, should that, be. Yeah. Like what if it, it? Like that's what it's explaining on the. I I was sitting in the room for twenty five minutes alone. Like I was sitting there thinking my appointment was was at three thirty. It's three fucking fifty two. Like why is there no one in here with yeah. me yet? Like I was getting really annoyed and. So I'm reading this poster in front of me and I'm like, whoa, like, what if, what if all of my all problems, of your problems are rooted to this, yeah. which it sounds like, it sounds like they are, they are. I can't believe that that's what's going on in the back of my fucking head. That's like, like, it's insane. not even like it's halfway down my back. It's the, it's, it's the second vertebrae on my spine. That's insane. The second one that's in my head. Like, yeah, that's really crazy. Oh, I hit my head, dude. I hit my head when I was fucking 16. I hit my head. Which we figured that you hit your head, but we didn't think this was... Like, well, we, anything, I, I was thought like, concussion. Oh, you had a concussion, yeah. and that's why you had memory concussion. loss. And- I probably never had a concussion. I only had a neck injury. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to be fucking going to him for months. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. So this is going to be costly, but... It's I'm necessary, in, uh, It's not even that it's necessary. It's that even if this was half as necessary as it is, I would go through with it because I'm in that much pain. Yeah. And I, I'm tired you of it. You can't like, keep living like I can't this. live yeah. like this. I really thought that, like, re- like this... When, when I was unemployed for six months and I rested and took care of my body for six months... And have still only gotten worse. Yeah, I really like, like okay, the last couple months I've been like some something seriously wrong yeah, with there's me. Nothing like else it's you can do. yeah. Like if you're in this program for a while. Well I hope that like, I'll get I don't know, a I don't know how large works. tax return. That would be that great. Would be good. That would be great. That would you really should. chip yeah, away at like my problems. The issue is, you know, my current job is the best title I've ever had. I'm a manager and Yeah. Um I've got okay experience at this place to help me move but forward. But also another thing I was just going to say, sorry to interrupt mm-hmm. you, I'm sorry. But along with, you know, you're not financially ready to quit, which obviously is understandable, but also this doctor is right, that's why I asked where he was, this doctor is right near your hometown in the Cape. So that leads me to believe that you would stay in the Cape for a little bit longer. Well, I don't see myself being in in 
chiropractor treatment for longer than six months and that's what i see too yeah. i see six months like, yeah it, i see six i months. could if i had to you know drive if i if i moved in five months off cape oh yeah five months i would yeah. still go to go her. to the sky because yeah, here's yeah, the yeah. other thing is like my insurance my my insurance covered my dentist appointments until i moved to the cape and then it no longer did because i yeah. wasn't within my whatever radius or something yeah like yeah. there's some sort of radius but um this car, it's not covered by my insurance despite being two miles away. Like, it's yes. it's not covered at all. Yeah. So, I could move and stay with mm. this chiropractor, mm-hmm. which no, you I could. appreciate. It's more for I the really physical like distance, yeah. but that doesn't matter because you're in your car all the time anyways, mm. so. Yeah, I know. I drive everywhere. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know what? This is so funny and filthy, and I'm sorry, but no, I'm I was say gonna it. ask you, how do you suck dick? Like, As, I, I used to be so good at that. sucking dick, and I really can't do it anymore. Like, I, I feel bad because do it. I do suck Mike's dick. I'll, I'll I'll have my mouth around Mike's dick, and I won't be able to open it anymore. And I'll just kind of quietly be panicking and be like, okay, just try not to bite him. Yeah, it's like I have to stop because I, I can't, can't open my I mouth. I believe that you try to do it, like. Oh, that yeah. just sounds so painful. It's The first few minutes especially are very painful. I told him that, he, you know what's so funny is he lasts an incredibly long time. And for a while, like, when I first started dating him, I was like, am I, like, not cute enough or something? Like, why won't he, like, I, I'm, yeah, no, that not, to, not to toot my own horn, I am absolutely sensational in bed. I'm so hot. Like, I do I all of the crazy that. moves. Like, I'm so cute. I'm bouncing up and down. Like, I do everything. Yeah. And when he, like, isn't, even close i'm like i'm like i've had like so many orgasms like can you just have one like experienced and he holds out purposely no i it's so funny because he doesn't strike me as someone who jerks off a lot and then the other day when we were were in vermont on our little trip i i sucked his dick for like a trillion years and every dick is different and it took me a while to get like the hang of his dick and figure out what he really really responds to but i was doing everything right and i was like I, like, I literally, like, lost the will to live, like, 90% of the way through this blowjob. Like, I was, like, ever, I was, like, I've been down here in the trenches. I'm sweating. And, like, my mouth is, like, my yeah. whole face is wet and, like, destroyed. Yeah. Yep. Like, one of those, like, fighting for yeah. your life blowjobs as a woman. Like, it, which, you know, good for them and whatever. But he kept being, like, I'm almost there. And then, like, eight more minutes would he pass. He wouldn't be there. And I would be, like... What oh. I, like I really his eyes were closed and I was there like <laughs> like I was like I was upset I was like with few desires that my God that scared, was scared me, me. So much. yeah okay continue anyway so it's I just was like <laughs> at, when he was done I was like Mike why do you last so long like I was like I can't I can't bl- I can't suck your dick for an hour I really can't well like, so it, my question is does he because obviously you know a lot of guys especially like mm-hmm. they want to last longer. No, I'm glad he lasts long because he takes great care of me. The thing is, like, I'm, I have remarkable control of my body and remarkable, like, I I don't have issues orgasming. That's the thing is, by the time he finishes, I've had probably 10 to 15 fucking orgasms, which is crazy. And people aren't going to believe that and whatever. But, like, any, any woman who knows what it's like to have sex where stop we're recording a oh podcast my God, right. oh my gosh <laughs> like anyway to get back to the whole mic thing like I, I was explaining this to rachel actually the night that she was here but like you can train yourself as a woman to have orgasm after orgasm after orgasm and then eventually you're kind of when you're having good sex you're just in a constant state of 
orgasm that just has, like, these spikes and then these lulls. Mm -hmm. Like, it... Once I have the first orgasm, I continue to orgasm until we're, we're finished having sex. Yeah. And there comes a point where I've had so many that I'm like, get off me, and I'll have to push them off, and I'll be like, I can't, I, I've had too many. Like, you, you, you're you on your own. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's, I'll do that. I'll be like, I'm done. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not sucking your dick after I've had, like, 15 orgasms. You had 15 chances to enjoy this so orgasm. You'll and have, have 15 and me. he'll have one? Yeah, like, it'll be, like, like, okay, it feels the best for the man when the woman is orgasming, if that makes sense. Yes, I believe that. Like, it, because when you're, when a woman has an orgasm, your dick, your, your dick, your vagina, it's not just clench, it's a vacuum, so it sucks. So your vagina is giving a blowjob, which is absolutely magical for a man, I'm sure. sure. If I've done that, like, ten, not only that, it's exhausting to have that many orgasms. Like, it's all the muscles in my body are, like, I literally and couldn't do not like that. that, but, like, after a while, it's like, okay, my skin is starting to cry. Oh, yeah, this. absolutely. Like, it, I'm not going to go and perform the act of, uh, like, aggressive dick oh, sucking. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, after that, I'm like, I'm tired, you. I'm done. If you, you didn't come, that sounds like a you problem. Yeah. Like, oh, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Well, not only that, but, it, you know, whiskey dick. Yeah. So Mike does not get whiskey dick. He does not ever struggle to get a boner. But he, okay. if he's had a few drinks, he can't finish. Yeah, and that happens. The first couple times that that happened, I would, like, attempt to still get him there. And then after – and it's, it would never get there. And yeah. after a while, I was like, okay, if you've had a few drinks and it's not going to happen for you, then I'm not going to le- try yeah. after I've had mine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, exactly, I, exactly. I, I will self-serve all fucking day. I will have my 12 orgasms and, and leave you sitting leave there, you sitting there with yeah. your weird whiskey boner. If he can't, like, yeah, if he can't finish, problem. yeah, I don't blame you. Like, I'm like, I can't, like, can't. suck the alcohol yeah, out of no, you, so not I'm not going to try. Like, it's, that's that. Anyway, point being, so I I gave Mike this crazy blowjob in on our on our trip. Oh my gosh, that's yeah. so. But bad. I I told him I was like Mike, like I can't, like you need to last less long. Like what are you doing? I was like, I are you? To last I told him I was like, long. are you masturbating all the fucking time? And he was like, not all the time, like probably every day. <laughs> I was like, so all the time. Yeah. And I was like, babe, stop. Like yeah. I take good care of you. We have sex like three or four times. But don't a week. you masturbate every day? No, I, I masturbate probably. Twice, well, okay, no, that's not true. I have probably four to six orgasms in the six days of the week that I don't see him, but that'll be like, I'll, like I'll masturbate every two to three days. Okay. And when I masturbate, I'll have two to four orgasms. Okay. And then I'll go to his house and we'll have sex, you know, once or twice a day, in which time I'll have more, a dozen orgasms, okay. which is a lot. And then I'm exhausted and I don't touch myself for three days because i'm like okay i've had enough like my muscles need need to relax need to relax but um i told him i was like babe like why are you i was like why do you need to masturbate every day when you're making all of this work for me that is unnecessary because you're you're way outlasting me i was like you like you last plenty long as it is i was like you're lasting like buckets longer than i need you to (laughs) way like we're having great sex i'm not the kind of woman who needs three hours of foreplay like I'm very in touch with my body. Oh yeah, no, I know. I like I'm I'm I I have great control over my my parts. Like yeah, it, no, exactly. My shit works great.
great. Yeah. And, like, I, I have all these orgasms. Like, you don't need to last that an extra half like, hour. So, he going to try to not masturbate he, every day? He told me he's going to quit cold turkey and see what happens, but I don't think so because I haven't seen him in a week and I'm not going to see him for another week. And I'm kind of like, are you really not going to not gonna do anything? But he doesn't, weeks? that's the thing. Is, He'll get that's blue so balls. Strange. I'm also like, he doesn't need to quit cold turkey. Just do I it, it like once every few like, days. I was like, yeah, babe, just like, just like once, Tone or, it down once a or twice between seeing yeah, me if I see you every week. Yeah, like it, you have one or two orgasms a week so that when I get there, you're not making all this work for me. Exactly. Like it, so yeah. I was like, babe. Especially with your broken body. Like, yeah. come on. So funny. <laughs> so you. Yes. Have been a stoner for a full year and a few odd months at this yes. point. Yeah. And I wanted to get into that on the podcast. Okay. okay. Because... Watching you of all people become a stoner has been really funny. I want to roast Nina <laughs> because Nina does this thing with weed where she treats it kind of like one might um, sprinkle Parmesan on <laughs> spaghetti. Yeah, I do. Like Nina just dumps weed <laughs> all over everything and everywhere. Like I'll have everything Nina. You want to smoke? <laughs> I just wanted to talk about it because it's really funny. Like, I was such a stoner in college, obviously, as you know. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, such a stoner in college. Like, smoking a couple times a day, every day, while I was at school. And then I would take, I would take tolerance breaks when I was at home. I wouldn't smoke over the holidays or or the summer, really. I did a lot of edibles. Um, edibles Like, I I was a stoner for years. And even to a point where just just a few short weeks before Nina became a full-blown stoner, I was smoking on Nina's back deck, and she wouldn't smoke with me because she was like, I don't want to. She was like... I don't like smoking. smoking. I don't like smoking. Yeah, she... So fucking funny. Um, I got dumped, and then three days later, Nina had a horrible heartbreak. Four days, but yeah. Four days, yeah. And then we spent, uh, and then Nina went on an absolutely bizarre edible bender in which she just took edibles every single day, which is absurd because an edible lasts <laughs> several days. <laughs> like, and she would uh, just take that. Like amazing. Nina walked around on uh, like high as fuck. I know it was literally for amazing. The rest of a semester, like through finals, you were like taking edibles and then going to your finals. I know. and like it was presentations, literally, literally amazing. And I did so, so bad. Well. I did literally so well. <laughs> and, then, um, and then I turned her over to the dark side, which is learning to love smoking yes. and to prefer smoking over edibles because yes. smoking is way funner, in my honest opinion. Um, I wanted to talk about it because now I'm like this washed up, like kind of retired. I smoke. Oh, yeah. I smoke here and there. I smoke yeah. very occasionally. I smoke. A little bit, a couple times a month. Um, I keep it in my system for that purpose. I still love it. I, I'm very excited to get absolutely torched once we're done recording this. Oh my gosh, me too. And um, about it. yeah, I think we should. I should think we should eat dinner and then do our skincare together, and then and smoke, smoke, and maybe some, maybe some Jesus. You know, we need. To you eat know, the what we could do just like oh. just like winter break when we were both heartbroken together. We could sit in this room and we could play. Mario. Oh my gosh, yeah, but we need to play Animal Crossing first. But yes. Anyway, oh my God, stop. I wanted to. Like I wanted to ask you. Nothing really particular. I just wanted to bring up the yeah. stoner for no. A year. So I mean, you're absolutely right. I've thought about it here and there by myself, like when I'm mm-hmm. in bed smoking. 
Um, Every night, as she does. <laughs> well, the thing, the thing is, like, I guess two things. Two things, except I can't remember the second it's one. It's an the incredible one, drug. That's, the first that's one, what it, it is. is. The first thing that I was going to say is, I, I don't classify myself as a stoner because it feels weird only because I'm... I'm such an amateur stoner. I am because I smoke. When you say amateur, what you mean is you don't smoke large quantities and, and you don't know anything really about know. strains. Yes, about yes. XYZ. So that's what I mean by amateur is that like <clears throat> I'm I'm not amateur in terms of like compared to like some friends who don't smoke. It's like what's the difference between a bowl and a bong and a joint and a blunt and a chillum and this and that and whatever, which she'll mm-hmm. introduce me to the chillum, obviously going to get Yeah, I'm that. the queen of the chillum but trend here. the thing is that I do know, like, like, I've had, I'm an amateur stoner, meaning that, yes, to your point, I don't know this, like, all the, besides indica and sativa, I don't know that much about strains. I don't feel like a stoner because I'm such an amateur stoner, which also ties back to, like, the materials I have and what I have and the way I pack a bowl. Like, I pack a bowl, like, so botched. It mm-hmm. works, and I totally get high. But the way I pack it, I always, like, make a mess, and I, like, use my fingernails you know, to, like, pack it. And I do waste is. weed, not purposely. It just happens. She didn't and realize so- that that was odd. She, like, instead of picking weed up out of the grinder and placing it in the bowl, Nina just picks up the grinder full of weed and dumps it. Dumps it, yeah. And then, like, and then- pretends that the the weed that's all over the place, I it know. doesn't even matter. And matter now that I have... Just ne- now that I have nails, acrylic nails that are long and obviously so sexy, I like scoop it up with my nails and like push it in to the chillum, so that works. But that's why I call myself an amateur stoner is because like the like up until literally 2020, the end of 2020, I had like a plastic grinder that like was scent proof and cool, but that I literally didn't even know how to close it until like a year ago. And once I figured it out, I was like amazed. Um, I used to tape it closed because I couldn't figure it out. That's Nina's bowls true. were so disgusting. And my bowls are so dirty. Like, so that's She why- was in my car once and I was like, <laughs> I realized that when I smoke by myself, it never smells bad because I clean my pieces yeah. extremely regularly. And then I realized that whenever I sp- smoked with Nina, it something was stunk. Wrong. Like, it smelled like ass. And I was like, so what bad. is that stench? And Nina was like, it's my bowl. No, they liter- stink. And I was like, ew. And I didn't realize, like, that's, that's what I mean by amateurs. I didn't realize that they smelled bad until I, like... Until Jill smelt them and until I compare them to, like, Jill's clean pieces. like rancid. So that's what I mean by amateur is it's, like, I don't necessarily have all my shit together. Like, when I cleaned my chillum for the first time, Jill did it the first, like, two times that I ever cleaned it. Like, so it's that stuff that I'm an amateur. But, like, I realize that I am a stoner only because smoking is such a casual, almost, activity that I do that I don't think twice about. But, like... For example, I didn't smoke last night and I didn't smoke the night before, but I smoked, what was last night? Saturday night, like before Friday night, but I smoked Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Wait. You smoke before yeah, smoke you go Thursday to bed night. on work nights. Is that what For I For the most part, but here's the thing. From some work nights, I'm like so tired that I'm like, I don't need to smoke to fall asleep, so I'll just go to sleep. Mm-hmm. So the interesting thing is like, I realize I'm a stoner when like, it's not a big deal that I'm high. I don't need to... Like, the people who text their friends and are like, oh my god, I'm high. And I'm sure we can think of a few people who do that. I, I smoke, and I'm high, and I'm in bed, and I respond to texts, and I respond to Snapchats, and whatever, and I don't feel the need to mention to anybody that I'm high. Mm-hmm. And that's just, like, is the way it is. And, like, when I was, like, taking edibles and stuff all, you know, senior year, and then smoking every night, it, like, again, it was something that I didn't need to mention because mm-hmm. it wasn't... It wasn't 
like, it's just, like, my life type of thing. And so, that's how I know that, like, I'm a stoner, but also, I don't, on average, like, I smoke, I'd say five days a week, but, like, if you think about it, I'll smoke tonight, but I didn't smoke last night, and I didn't smoke the night before, but I think well, I smoked Let's preface Thursday that by night. saying, we planned on smoking last night, it just didn't happen. We did, it just didn't yeah. happen. So, it's just really interesting, because I never saw myself at this point, especially, like, smoking, and, like, I wish I could, like, tell that he made me a stoner because I think it's hilarious and I think maybe one day the fact I know, right? <laughs> and I think the fact that like I took edibles just because it was easier it's like oh eat a piece of chocolate blah 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 then it'll kick in but it's like I like smoking so much better because not only the activity it's but instant. also it's instant in reality it's also weird because like going to work like I really do like smoke before going to work the next day and I'm obviously never high when I like go into work but at the same time it's like weird because I'm like probably everyone I work with would be shocked to know that I smoke every night, but also a decent amount of them would probably, like, I don't want to use the word not approve, but kind of not approve because of that, like, connotation. Mm -hmm. Like, I know that, like, my direct boss, not my direct boss, sorry, my, the boss, the boss boss, the one who, like, hired me, but not the Mm -hmm. one I report to, Mm -hmm. she, like, is very, like, traditional and, like, isn't about that. Not, Yeah. yeah, like, and so I know that, like, if she, like, nobody would ever find out because I don't say anything about it. But it's just really interesting because it's like, wow, like. I don't talk about it at my workplace Oh, I would never, either. ever yeah. talk about it in my workplace. Especially in the industry I'm in. I would never, ever bring it up. But it's just really interesting because people would, you would never, ever fucking guess. You would mm-hmm. never, ever put it together. That's like, both of us. You would never guess. You would never guess for either I think us. on the podcast we're hella raunchy. But, like, we are. if, but any, in, in if there's any life, stranger yeah. here and you met us on the street, you would, you would never, never know. You would never know. You would never guess. Yeah. You would never do any of that. I was at my... So, okay. I This is funny because you're totally going to agree. I think I'm a nudist. Yeah. Or, like, a nature... Naturist? Naturism? Yeah naturalist whatever the word is i know what you're saying yeah well here's the thing i looked up nudist and what makes someone a nudist is wanting to be naked in public i found out yeah that's not me but if i think you would if it was normal though imagine if clothing wasn't normal that's true you would go to a nudist beach mm, i don't think that i would because i would i don't have any desire to see naked people I just don't like wearing clothes. But it's funny because I don't Maybe like, that's why you don't like buying clothes. Because I don't like wearing them? That yeah, could be it. I love I mean, I, I don't buy clothes. clothes because I'm poor. <laughs> no, but even if you had the option, I don't think no, it I excites you. Yeah. You said you don't like wearing them, though. I don't like wearing them. So I, I like don't think them. it excites I you like to wear fashion, them. I like fashion. I love shopping. I love coordinating outfits. I just prefer to be naked and it's so funny because when i'm baked that is so how i am remember the entire last year that i I was tell you what i very much relate to that because anytime i'm high i want my clothes off and here's the thing whenever i'm high your sensations are heightened yeah so you feel your clothes it's kind of it's kind of horrible because i get super uncomfortable physically super physically uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and super cold for some reason i think it's my house is cold and so i need clothes on but i want them all off like there's been nights that i go to sleep freezing and i'm high and then i take off my clothes in the middle of the night obviously i don't sleep with pants on but like my shirt yeah but i'm very picky so like for example i'll be like yeah yeah i'll I'll find myself adjusting i'll adjust a hundred percent so much yeah and i hate i I, but on top of that i'm just like a nudist in general like i don't like wearing clothes and Mm -hmm. it's funny i took i was at mike's bryce wasn't there mike's roommate wasn't home and 
I took like one or two rips and immediately I took off my shirt and my sweatshirt and then I was sitting on his couch with just like my boobs out and I was so happy as a clam. Wait, was he there or no? Yeah, he was like sitting on the other couch next to me. Like this was completely non-sexual. I just, I felt, but once I was baked and I was half naked, I felt so weird about it and I was like, this is me being a nudist in front of my man. (laughs) Like I didn't feel like I was seducing him. I felt like... A three-year-old who wanted to take their shirt their shirt off. off. That's exactly <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. how I'm picturing it too. Is you weren't trying to seduce him at all. That was just like you yeah. wanting to be naked. Yeah, so funny. But I sat and then I got really uncomfortable about it, and I was like, "Is this?" I was like, "I shouldn't feel awkward right now because he's." I first of all have a beautiful body. Second of all, he's it's my boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah, he, he loves my body. He's not going to be mad at all that I'm sitting around topless. Yeah, but I felt like a little kid because you were high. I, I yeah. was like, "This is." It, like, I'm doing this in a non-sexual way, and that's what makes it weird. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm not like, babe, like, here yeah. I am. Like, I yeah. took my top off. I You're was like, like, yes, no shirt. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. You were totally a kid. I, I felt totally like a little, like, I could have had no tits, and I would have felt great. Like, it, yeah, exactly, exactly. I just, like, I love having no shirt on, and when I was, when I had my own apartment, I never, had, that, clothes you never on. had clothes on. I was always eating naked. I always found myself cooking naked, See, but walking don't you around get, oh, naked. Oh, no, you don't because you're always sweating. Because I was going to say, don't sweating. cold. Yeah. I, well, I'm always sweating because I have hyperhidrosis. That's a whole different story for another yeah. fucking day. But on top of that, at my apartment, utilities were included and I would can blast, the heat. blast the heat. I would be, be so, naked. like it, you know how in the winter when you take your, when you're changing your shirt, mm-hmm. it's like the worst four yeah. and a half seconds of your day is to be shirtless yeah because your house is 69 degrees <laughs> yeah. like at my apartment it was never like that it was always like i can be butt naked and toasty yeah that's and perfect that's the so dream. i always chose to but i would stand in front of the window naked and i wouldn't care i'd be like no one sees me like yeah I- i'm on the fourth floor like no no yeah. one's looking i i'm I, i'm on the back of the building like this is great like that's perfect. i just i, I would was, love that i was in a permanent state of naked and i would just have a robe around just god forbid someone knocks on the door mm-hmm. Like, I could throw something on. I hated wearing clothes. Like, I just was never wearing clothes. I would, I would get home and strip. Like, yeah. I went every night that I went out drinking, you know, or went to the casino alone, or whatever weird shit I got up to. Yeah. when I lived alone in college, I um, like I would wake up the day after drinking. Yeah, and you would from my front door to my bed there would be a shoe another shoe a pair of pants a shirt <laughs> like it, my bra like every, bra, everything if i wore yeah. one like and that's another thing i never wear a bra yeah no. i really like burned all my fucking bras years ago yeah. i was like i'm going braless forever and have not been a bra wearer, been a bra wearer. i know it's like, perfect I, I i don't wear fucking bras like i'm such a nudist i'm like anyone in the world can see my tits i don't care at all my mom always tells me a boob sag and has to adjust them <laughs> Did I tell you that I went to, should I tell you the story rather of me going to Mike's naked in a trench coat? Yes. I told you the whole story. Did I tell you what happened when I got there? No. Was it, was Bryce home and did he see you? Bryce was home, but (laughs) so what happened was Mike didn't know that I was showing up like, so, okay. I thought he knew. When I go to Mike's, I have to park a block away on like a public street where I don't have to have a sticker. Yeah. Um, so I park and then I walk. And so I got in the car with the trench coat on, no shirt, no bra, mm-hmm. and I had pajama pants on with no underwear, and I wore my moccasins for the drive, but then when I got there, I changed into my thigh-high black boots with the little heel. Okay. 
Um, the ones you left at Ashley's a while yeah. ago. I showed up in that, and as I'm a block away in my car, I text him and I say, I'm here, and I'm totally naked. Oh, okay, you and said that. he was like, what? And I was like, I don't remember what I said after that, but he was completely confused. Yeah. And so I, I'm walking to his house and whatever, and he's like, am I coming outside? And I'm like, I decide not to answer because I'm, like, approaching his fucking house. And when I get there, I find him looking around for me in the backyard. <laughs> because he thought I was naked in the bushes. That's what he thought I meant. He thought I was hiding outside, but naked in his backyard. Mind you, he lives in a townhouse with, like, yeah. hella neighbors, like, in the yeah, middle of downtown and Main Street in, like, a busy, like, small city. Area, yeah. Yeah, and... He was outside looking for me, and I was like, babe, like, I'm not actually, like, don't mention, this was in maybe December or, like, November or something. Like, it's It's fucking cold cold outside. He thought we were going to have sex in the bushes, and that I was just out there naked, like, waiting for him. And and I got there, and I was like, baby, no. And then he was like, this is still really exciting. (laughs) Like, it was great. But I wanted to tell you that because it was really funny. That's really funny him, that like, that's what he thought you were outside, doing. Like, I know. Searching, like, <laughs> like confused, like the way a dog looks for like something. They yeah, smell. yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That's so funny. Oh my He's gosh. like, she's got to be somewhere. <laughs> that is so funny. He was so confused. So fucking funny. All right. Do you it's have so any exciting I stories? Really don't. Um, Come so on! I, write any, I, I write brought like down. seven funny You've stories. Done really well this episode. Thank you. That's gonna be all I've got for a while. But I'd love to record with Brother Justin for we your birthday too. We literally need to. So fun. Okay. Well, thank you, Brother Justin, for thank listening. Thank you, Brother Justin. <laughs> thank you. You're our only fan. Thank you to anyone else, near or far. I know we have like a listener who's from like the Netherlands or some shit. You didn't tell me that. Well, you know who knows, but. That's I don't know where these people are coming from. Some some okay. people are listening. I don't know who they fucking are, but that is really exciting. Okay, don't talk through a yawn. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear what it sounds like in your okay. ear. Okay. Okay. Thank you guys. Yeah. Thank you we so love much. You. Love you. Joe really took this one home. You're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> Hate you.